Um, now, I'm going to go into just about 10 minutes of a visitation I had in January. And, uh, and, and I'm going to talk about five um, aspects of grace and by grace and mercy, what I'm saying is I believe there are five impartations. You may need all five. You may need one. You may not need any of them. But you got to take this. I don't know how to give it to you. I can lay hands on you. I can do that. But when Joseph sent wagons back, I saw these wagons in heaven is what I'm going to tell you. I saw five wagons, and when I saw them in heaven, I knew they were directly connected to this story I just told you. That's why I've gone through all of this. See, I've told you all of this to reaffirm what you already begin to know or know real well about how much God loves you. I've done all of this morning so far to get you to believe that what I'm about to tell you, you can have. I've been, I've been doing groundwork. I've, I've been trying to scrape out of the way, impediments to your faith and, and not, not so that you can have faith, so that you can quit trying to have faith and start listening to what God's saying so f- you'll have faith. You don't focus on your faith. You, you know, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to, you know, if, if Joseph felt this way about people that conspired against him, how about people, I, you know, I don't know that I've ever really conspired against Jesus. I guess I have when I wanted to smack some of the people that are connected to him. But that's rare. <coughs> now, the people that are laughing this morning are the people that know me for years. But uh, um, One of the reasons I know God's going to really touch some people today more than he has and he's done a lot I mean this meeting already is better than 90% of the meetings you go to in America already if I sat down it is I don't and I mean before I got up I'm serious but I was uh I had three dreams last night and all of them were terrible hadn't happened to me but maybe one or two times in the last several last year really last 13 14 months and I know it's, that happens to me before there's a, ooh, it can. I got excited. I woke up, uh, you know, with sort of an odd mixture of wishing I would never have to preach again in my life and excited about coming to River Life. Yeah, because, you, you know, but, hey, listen, I'm not a feeler. I'm a believer. What's feeling got to do with it? The only time I pay attention to them when they're good. You paying attention? Come on, I'm helpful. <laughs> I heard a guy say recently, you know, there are those people that say, well, I'm not worshiping God because I don't feel like it. Well, that's because you're a feeler. You're not a believer. That'll mess you up. That'll, that'll fix your little, I'm going to express myself as I truly am. Now, that doesn't mean you do everything everybody else does. No, you know, it's not joining a club or who shouts the loudest. But, you know, when you're, when you're moping around and saying it's God. Okay, all right. Now, 
I was having a difficult time getting ready to preach up in D.C. last January. And 5.30 in the morning, I wake up in the hotel. I'm by myself, and I think, I'm not putting up with this. I got nothing to lose. I'm going to start thrashing the enemy. And I do it through Psalm 91. That's one of my primary clubs. I bash the dickens out of the second heaven, whatever's affected me. I just mack the dog out of them with Psalm 91. They wish Psalm 91 had never been written. When I get a hold of it and I got going, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no evil foe can withstand. I will say in the Lord, He's my refuge, my portion, my God. On Him will I lean and rely. In Him will I confidently trust. For surely then He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. His truth shall be my shield and buckler. And other things. It talks about under his shadow, under his wing. Under the wing of the great eagle. And so I see spiritually, and bear with me, I'm doing the best I can to describe this. It looked like a rickety old air conditioning duct. And when I, suddenly I saw it and it was hanging down from the ceiling at an angle. And I immediately knew from my own revelatory background, Jacob's Ladder. Didn't look like a ladder, but I mean Jacob's Ladder access. See, a ladder is in two places at the same time. I've covered this ground with you before. Where you are, where you want to be. That's why you climb it. You're where you are. It's where you are and where you want to be. So you climb it. Jesus is Jacob's Ladder. Jesus lives inside you. You are both where you are and where you want to be. You just got to wake up. So I jump into the ductwork, just go flying. And I'm going through like the demonic realm. There's an atmosphere there you have to go through sometimes. And I heard demons say, hey, stop. You can't go through here. Man, you don't want to stop there. I'm sure about that. <laughs> now, this is a subjective experience. I'm not saying... This is just a message. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying everything I'm saying is exactly right. Who knows? It's subjective. Paul said he was caught up in the third heaven. Couldn't even tell you what he saw. It was unlawful. Illegal. But mine's lawful. So his got to be a lot better. And mine's really good. <laughs> and so when I land, I'm in a dark place. And I'm going, what, what is that about? And I'm looking at this huge wing. And it's not white. I'm thinking, well, this is the only angel I ever heard about. Because I knew it was heaven because it was nice. I mean, it wasn't, it was good. I was happy. And, and the, but the wing was huge. And I didn't understand until later what you may have already caught on to. Psalm 91, that's the shadow. The Almighty It's all about being under the protective covering of the great eagle and and when I looked at the wing I was under it it was dark I could see um I'm guessing jewels precious jewels embedded 
not like they had been put there, but the sense I got was they came out of it. It's, it's, it's what was produced by this um, wing. And flecks of gold and silver. and I mean, I mean you've got to face it. There's got to be no shortage of stuff like that in heaven. And if they run out, he just makes it, hey, more. Let there be. And when the wing moved, that stuff would fall out. And then I was commissioned, and here's the point. Here's where you need to grab all you can get. Let me tell you about the anointing. There is no bad behavior when it comes to getting anointed. I was in Reading. And they had a, a fire tunnel. I went through, I think, five times. And I had been through three times. One guy said, God, Robin, you've been through three times. I hadn't even moved. I've been standing here 20 minutes. I said, you got a problem. I said, I was breaking line. Do I sound apologetic? I'm not. Tom Bailey, some of you remember Tom? He said, you would knock down your grandmother to get through the anointing. I said, I'd knock down your grandmother. Not to help her up and get her healed, but hey, listen. When God's pouring something out, that ain't no time to be polite. I mean, even in Brownsville, they, people would break in line. They would be fistfights over who was in line. I think that's all right. I just think, okay. Put them in jail if you have to, but fix them up. Man, God's here. He's doing something he hadn't been doing other places. Get in there. Get you some. Come on. So the Lord commissioned me to bring back these wagons. Wagons. Five wagons. So full... I was in two places at the same time. I was in my bedroom or hotel room. I was in the heavens. But I could hear stuff in the heavens falling out of those wagons and landing on the floor in my hotel room. They were so full. Could you imagine a wagon that Jesus made and just a little bit in there? Like coming home with $5 worth of groceries in the Great Depression. Can of beans and... Some salami. Praise God. We're blessed. We're blessed. Well, what's it look like to not be blessed? <laughs> what, what, are your, what are your options? <laughs> There's some people blessing I don't want. I know about my blessings like, watch this. Pow! Healing. Come, 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 come. Man, that left me. I'm about to faint. Woo, okay. Anthony, our church tonight's calmer than I am. <laughs> There's nothing to live up to. You're fine. <laughs> Just play, sing, enjoy. Five wagons. Now, wagons are pulled by a 
but the horse is connected to the, what of the wagon? Tongue. Tongue. If you're going to get anything out of this wagon, you got to use the tongue. It's got wheels. What are wheels made up of? They got an axle, and then they got spokes. So the wheels are spoken. Now you're laughing, but if you don't understand the language of heaven, this is vital. This ain't, this is, oh, a car, cute, yoo-hoo, blah, blah, blah. No, real. Man, you got a spoken wagon with the tongue on it. That ought to tell you something. It don't matter what, there, yeah, there is a place where it does not matter what you think. If thinking got us somewhere, every warrior in this room would be like presidents of universities or something. But with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth of the tongue, confession is made unto salvation. It's real. And so if you want these wagons, you have to say something about them. Wagon number one. And see, the Bible told us, run that again, that last verse, if you can. Put that back on the screen. The Bible told us there, when Jacob saw the wagons, nope, 45, 26, and 27, Genesis. Next one. Next verse. There you go. When he saw the wagons, the spirit of Jacob, their father, revived. Wagon number one. If you can see this wagon's yours, you'll revive. How much does God love you? Let me ask you. How about the Dan and I were talking about the woman caught in adultery? What did Jesus say? Stop. Don't do it anymore. What else did he say? Nothing. Neither do I condemn you. See, he was saying to the person who had done the wrong thing, facing the consequence of the law, which was stoning... He said, well, that's the law, it's not me. She knew she was wrong. Wagon number one is a wagon of deliverance from deserved consequences. You did the wrong thing. Maybe you knew it, maybe you didn't know it, but you know, if you... If you happen to hit a person in traffic, you still hit them. You might not have meant to. Even if you didn't mean to, you still did it. It's still consequences. Or you were aiming at them. I don't know. Or, you, you know, you had an affair. You got a, a um, sexually transmitted disease. You've had a child and you're not married. You made a bad business decision out of greed. I don't know. But you got what you, 
He wants to deliver you from it. I mean, it's actually like from the consequences. There, I don't understand how that works, and I, I'm thinking, Lord, there's some consequences I don't know how you get delivered from. But that's not my job. My job is to tell you there is a wagon, a blessing. There is, an, a, there is a substantive anointing to be imparted in this building this morning whereby you can get delivered from what you deserve. How many of you want it? Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Is it yours? Is it yours? Is it yours? Is it yours? Who wants it? What if there was only one? What if there was only one, only one person got it? Who gets it? Oh! But there's enough for everybody. But you've got to knock somebody down sometimes. You've got to not apologize for wanting God. You've got to move. You've got to push. You've got to grab. You've got to be hungry. You've got to apologize later. You know, when I trampled you in the prayer line this morning and broke your hip, I'm really sorry. Now, that's a little extreme. Please don't do that. But you know what I'm saying? Jacob have I loved. Esau have I hated. Why? Jacob would lie, cheat, and steal for the anointing. He was wrong. God does not condone that. That's illicit activity. But he loves a person that so values not just God, but what God provides. Listen, you can't separate the hand of God from the face of God. You can't say it's evil to want. You should only want him. Oh, come on. That's insanity. My kids like me because I help them. Man, you put me in an old folks' home with Alzheimer's, we're going to find out what they think about their daddy. But I ain't going. I'm never going to find out. And if I do, I won't know it. No. You don't divide that all up like body, soul, and spirit. There ain't three circles on a diagram somewhere. It's integrated. You can't separate them. It says you separate the soul from the spirit. That means you know what to do, what's right. That's soulish. Where did it start? I don't know. Where does your spirit start? I don't even know where it is. I can identify my flesh pretty easily. How are we time-wise? Is it about time to... Listen, if you need to leave, just go home. And I don't mean that. I mean, if you have to. I, it doesn't bother me. I'm very serious about that. All right. All right. All right. If I must. <laughs> I'll suffer. <laughs> wagon number two. It's a wagon of deliverance. There are two deliverance wagons. A wagon of deliverance from criticism. They told you who you were and they were wrong and you believed them. You know, people say some people don't like me. They do. 
If they don't, they don't get it. That's all right. The criticism, no, you don't, you know, when you do, that's another deal. But you don't have to receive what somebody gives. Deliverance from being criticized, that's not all. And the being critical, the critical spirit. See, part of the reason other people's criticisms lock in, you enforce them or you empower them through your own criticisms. You're reaping what you're sowing, honestly, according to the Gospel of Matthew and Luke. Deliverance from criticism. Who wants that? And the critical spirit. Who wants that? Time to love people. Time to honor them. Time to love them. Take it, take it, take it, take it. Let it sink down, let it sink, sink down. Oh, 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 get you some. Have, have some, have some, have a little. Have some, have some. That wagon's full. Have a little more. Oh, I break off of you. I break, I break, I break. I break off of you the influence, the power of negativity and negative words and harsh, harmful descriptions. I break it. I break it. How can you break it? You just watch me. I break it. 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 Broken. 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 You are not who you s- they said you are. You're not who they said you are. No, 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 no. Have some more. Listen, if you want it, just say out loud, I take it. Just say it. I take it. I take it, take it, take it. Oh, oh, oh. You got to do Matthew that way. How many of you know that's true? No, I didn't do Janet that way. And I'll tell you why. I'm not afraid of Matthew. (laughs) Take it. Take some more. Ah, it's a spoonful of sugar. The medicine goes down in the most delightful way. While you laugh, get delivered. While you laugh, get delivered. While your brain is... Woo, shaka. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost of God in this place. Oh. Oh. Freedom. 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 Freedom! Freedom! Oh! (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, man. Man, thank you. My, my, my. <laughs> my. Have some more. Have some more. Have some more. Woo. Get you some, have some more, have some more. Wagon, you ready for another one? It was a wagon of hope. Deliverance of hope, come now, come now, come now, come now, come now, come now. Oh, yes. Hey, this is a prophetic picture. Did he get scared? Chuck's a Charles. Somebody say Chuck's a Charles. And this is a prophetic moment. Let me tell you why. I had I had a I had a man show up in my room in a vision and his name was Charles Charles means free man and his last name was Hope and when he looked at me he said how you doing I'm your new best friend Hope Charles means free man Free man. Free man hope. Free man hope is my new best friend. I have a living hope. And there was a lot more to it. I can't get into all of it. But part of it was uh, the Lord told me he's a rogue. And a rogue is an uncontrollable person. We Listen, if you have biblical hope... You have a hope no one can control. And the story about the person with the most toys wins when they die is wrong. It's the person with the most hope cannot lose. It does not matter what's happened. If you have got living hope, if you've got Christ Jesus as the free man of hope, you cannot be defeated. You can give up like our brother said, but you cannot be defeated. concerned about that little fella. Who needs hope? Come on, you got it. 
Come on. Living. Living hope. Living hope. Living hope. You know, the Lord told me, at almost 60 years old, he said, basically, I want you to start this church. And you know, one part of me is going, really? And another part of me is going, of course. Of course. Some guy said to me, man, you got a lot of courage. Honestly, I don't. I do not. I I mean, I do. I guess I do. But I ain't looking at that. That's not, uh, courage doesn't come from being courageous. Courage comes from hearing what God says and setting your course. I never thought about fear or courage. Really, I thought about doing God's, it's too late not to do God's will. And how could God's will be bad? If he told you to pick up a skunk, Matthew, that had been run over in the road by semi-tractor trail load, I will guarantee you it will be in your best interest. There's probably a gift card. He probably swallowed a gift card for $1,000. There's a Rolex, but God's will has at least two attributes to it at all times, his glory and your welfare. But the trick to it is it doesn't look like it's for your welfare when you come up to the table and say, "Uh, you mean no salary, no people, no building, church? He goes, yeah, awesome, huh? Here's what I said to him. I don't care what it means. Yes. 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 How many people? None. Building? None. Money? Got some. I'm not brave. I'm just not stupid. He says, do it. Well, I'm in. Well, I mean, what else is there next? I mean, what? what? No, Lord, I've got a better idea. Here's what I think I'll do. I think I'll open up a Renault dealership. Yeah. Or a really nice Russian car, you know. No offense. Wagon of provision. Let me tell you one little thing I heard when I met Chip Hope, or Charles Hope, Freeman Hope. That's who appeared to me. Charlie knows this guy. But he had on a Philadelphia Eagle sweater and hat. Philadelphia speaks of the great eagle. Brotherly love. Redemption. Michael Vick plays for the Eagles. And I wish he played for us. I don't care what he... Forgive him over the dogs. Put him on the football field. Come on, next. Served his time. (laughs) Hey, listen, if you can commit adultery and get into heaven, you can kill a dog and get in there. That's what I'm guessing. That's what I'm guessing, Andy. Oh! (laughs) But the eagle also (laughs) speaks of Isaiah 40. Mounting up. 
every believer ought to be able to mount up into the heavens and get the stuff I got. This is not for some special person. No, the heavens are for every believer. You just got to go after it. How do you go after it? I don't know. Figure it out. Say you're going, pray, claim, claim, pray, quote Psalm 91 till it happens, do something. Oh, provision. We receive that. We receive it. I receive a building for my congregation. Thank you. That's what I say when I get something. Two things happen. I brag about it, and I thank God for it, usually in that order. Thank you, Lord, for that awesome building. Thank you. I'm already enjoying it. I'm in it right now in the spirit. I'm walking. I'm not up here. I don't know where you are. I'm in my new building for my church. And it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's got tall ceilings, old wood, old brick, a coffee shop, stuff for the kids, stuff for the blues, blues, and then there's a lot of bishamadas all throughout that building. Some of the floor is brick. And it's paid for. Paid for. And Anthony comes to it every once in a while. <laughs> Last wagon. <laughs> Poor old Andrew. And this may be the most important one. Because it's really not, it's not just for us. See, in favor is not fully yours until you know it's to be given away and for someone else. It's not just to make you look like something or have something, although you get to look like something and have something. But it's for them. It's a wagon of a new vision for the United States. And you can, you can typify it out of that same story as Goshen. Goshen means drawing near. Drawing near. The best of heaven in an earth realm. That's what that's all about. Egypt is heaven. But it's in the earth. Goshen. Drawing near. And the Bible says if we will draw near to God, James chapter 4, He will. Now let me just say this this morning. This is a wild meeting. It's crazy. There could be scared people in here. I don't know. But, you know, what we really have been doing is getting encouraged enough to vocally draw near. That's what you're doing. And what will he do? How many of you have sensed the presence of the Lord? Matter of fact, there's healing falling in here right now just like rain. It's like rain. It's like a light misting rain. It's just falling in places. I don't know. Anybody feel it? Anybody feel it? Wave at me if you feel it. Yeah, it's just like a mist rolling in. Take it, take it, take it, take it. I receive my healing. I receive my healing. I know he's healing me. I'm a part of his body, and he's not sick. I must be getting healed. Increase, increase, increase. 
I break the power of pancreatic cancer in Jesus' name. I don't know if anybody's got that, but uh, I'm breaking it. Break it. Break it. Break it. Let it rain. Let it rain. Lord, I want to just go on record. I love Steve Lappin. I just want to say that publicly. Steve, you are an awesome man with an awesome healing anointing in particular, but that's not all. You're a tremendous relational man. Uh, God, I ask that you would reverse Steve's fortunes. Reverse his fortunes now in Jesus' name. We break down every barrier to the reversal of Steve Lappin's fortunes now, 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 now. Ideas, proposals, concepts, opportunities, everything in the wagon of provision. Lord, pour it on Steve. Give him another season like he had before. Pour it on him, Lord. Pour, 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 pour. And for anyone else interested, pour, pour. Pour. When one can receive, all can receive. Pour, 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 pour. We cancel in the supernatural realm every debt, every single debt, and we release the sale of whatever he wants to sell in Jesus' name. And we build up depleted bank accounts by faith as we see you helping him, Lord, because he is a kingdom man that does not live for himself. He and his wife, they live for others. Janet, they live for others. Janice. Now, let me just say this. Everything I did today was not the Lord. I'm just doing the best I can. I mean, prophets prophesy in... Musicians play notes? No. <laughs> now, what I'm saying is, I, you know, I, I don't want you to miss what's in the package because of the package. I really don't. I, di- I didn't come here for me. I came here for somebody to get some help. I mean, that's, that's what I want. I want people to get helped. I, I want, if they're broke, to have a breakthrough. If they're hurt, to get their hearts healed. If they're sick, to get their bodies healed. If they're discouraged, to be encouraged, to, to, to live up to their divine callings, to, to break loose from any of their own personal hypocrisies, their religious nonsenses, their legalisms, their, their fears, their worries, like uh, uh, Anthony was doing this morning with fear, guilt, Lord Touch any and everyone in here today in a way that wouldn't be meaningful to them. You're welcome, Charles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can go back. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, feeding off his compliments. 
<laughs> Anything else? <laughs> I know how to glorify God. Here you go. Come on, Byron. For, do something really outrageous. Well, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, let's give Robert a big hand. So that was a great word from the Lord, wasn't it? Amen. Lord bless Robin. And uh, we're gonna, what we're going to do to end is Anthony's just going to do us another song to end on. So you can just, just receive, you know, just take a moment and let, as you worship the Lord, just let the Lord soak into your heart. And uh, the Bible says, you know, let the Lord seal his word in you. Okay, so when you walk out the door, the little birdies won't have access to your heart. And you can take this seed that God has planted into you, and it'll grow and, and, uh, and bear that 30, 60, 100-fold fruit in your life going forward. Amen? So that's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to end is, is, is just worship the Lord a little bit and just say, Lord, I want you to seal this in me because I don't want this up here to talk me out of it or something out there to talk me out, you know. One real good word on that the Lord gave me is when you're under attack, what do you do? You circle the wagons. You circle the wagons. So we'll be attacked. We'll circle the wagons. Amen. So I'm going to just say, Lord, we would ask you to do that in every person in the room because I believe there's a download that was given, and I believe people really received something from you this morning. I ask you to seal it, Lord. And as we just uh, end this time just worshiping you and giving you the glory and honor and just being so thankful, Lord, like Robin said, we just thank the Lord for what he's given us. And we're going to really allow the Lord to really cause it to just grow and multiply in our own personal lives. Amen. So that's what we'll do. We'll just worship the Lord a little bit. And as you're ready to go, you can go. Amen. I'm going to do a little something different. Well, it's another cloudy day. Maybe we should go outside anyway. You never know what you could find What's the chance my hand you'll take Maybe we should go and walk in the rain And let your troubles just fall away You gotta trust me darling when I say I made it once before I made it through that storm So come on baby, keep the faith Everything will be okay It ain't over till we're done I swear we're gonna see the sun What's wrong with getting caught in the rain Tomorrow is another day So come on baby, keep the faith Everybody's life, a little rain's gonna fall Looking for the door, but all you can find are walls And people can be hard when you hit the ground 
Don't let the happy people bring you down, 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 down. I made it once before. I made it through that storm. So come on, baby, keep the faith. Everything will be okay. It ain't over till we're done. I swear we're gonna see the sun. What's wrong with getting caught in the rain? Tomorrow is another day. So come on, baby, keep the faith. New song, bridge. I'm gonna try to get my say. Wiggle my way through it here. It goes like this. When the walls are closing in, troubled water is the world you live in. When there's nothing left to lose, there's still one thing you can choose. Just take me by the hand, baby, give me your hand. Together we'll find a way. I know we're gonna find a way. It ain't over till it's done. Keep walking till you see the sun. Until the race is run. Until the kingdom comes. Until we hear.